and welcome to The Scoop. I'm Dinah Jansen. On Monday, June 14th, Portuguese footballer Cristiano Ronaldo removed two Coca-Cola bottles during a European Championship press conference and then held up a bottle of water declaring it as the better alternative, a move that coincided with an abrupt 1.4% or $4 billion plunge in the soft drink giant's market value. It's not certain that Ronaldo, Instagram's most popular user with 299 million followers globally, contributed to the tournament sponsor's stock slide, but the dive followed Ronaldo's double move pretty quickly. We're joined in this segment by Lawrence Ashworth, Associate Professor and Distinguished Faculty Fellow of Marketing at the Smith School of Business here at Queen's University, who is here to chat about the drop in Coke's market value and the impacts of and for celebrity product endorsements. Welcome, Lawrence. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. So uh, pretty interesting stuff happening over in Europe right now. Uh, In your view, how likely is it that Ronaldo's moves prompted a dip in Coca-Cola's share price? And are there other contributing factors that you want to talk about? I mean, in terms of the stock price, it certainly looked like uh, it was a reaction to, to what he did during the press conference. Uh, I mean, if you look, if you, if you take a look at the stock price there, um, they're up and down um, a lot anyway. Um, but it does seem fairly clear that, that partic- the bulk of that particular drop was probably caused um, by uh, uh, investors' reactions or anticipation maybe of how consumers are going to react to um, Ronaldo's snubbing of, of Coke in that instance. What does that suggest about the fragility of the stock market? Uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I'm definitely not an expert on the stock market. <laughs> um, the it's it's all over the place anyway. So, you know, the, the truth is, if you, you don't have to look far back on Coates uh, stock price to see that it's had fluctuations that are much larger than what was seen there. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make the reaction insignificant. OK, thank you. So now in what ways did uh, Ronaldo's actions in your mind, actually damaged the value of Coca-Cola's sponsorship of the European Championship. That sponsorship uh, invokes, I guess, uh, contractual obligations for federations and teams, including taking part in press conferences where products and logos are obviously uh, very much on display. What are the implications for sponsors in terms of their risk now? Well, you know, I think a fair bit has been said about how the, the risks that this brings to sponsors in terms of, you know, um, volatile endorsers, um, endorsers who are not necessarily going to follow the rules. I mean, Ronaldo is certainly in a position where he really doesn't have to. I mean, he just he has a, a, a tremendous social media following. He has uh, all sorts of income streams. You know, he, he really doesn't care about that. And he's obviously decided to be somewhat of a, a, an activist in this context. Um, the, in terms of investors' reactions, they, the immediate reaction sort of suggests to me that they are anticipating some drop in demand from consumers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, I have to say, it's not totally clear to me it's going to have the, the effect at least people initially thought it was it was going to have. Um, I think you know there's another way of looking at this. One of the pos- one of the things we can look at is how people are going to react to Ronaldo's behavior. So not just in terms of how are people going to react to Ronaldo's snubbing of Coke uh, in terms of their, re- their their attitude towards Coke. How, what's people's attitude towards Ronaldo going to be, given that you know he endorses lots of other brands, brands that have you know 
potential problems in various respects. I, it's a two-way street and um, you know, I'm hesitant to make any strong predictions, but I think there's a range of possibilities here that would be, that, you know, sort of really interesting to think about. Mm-hmm, indeed. And I understand too, the, the bottle of water was actually a Coca-Cola product too. So I don't think it was necessarily <laughs> a, a comment on Coca-Cola as an yes. organization itself. So I didn't, I didn't know that, but that would, um, that, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, I think um, from what I know, what I've heard about Ronaldo, he is, you know, he's a, he's a, a uh, heavily into fitness and promoting it. Mm-hmm. And so it's not inconsistent with sort of his personal brand. Um, obviously Coke is, you know, the Cokes they had up there, I did notice by the way, were the, were not the, were not Coke Zero, were not the Diet Coke. They were the ones with sugar in. So yeah, maybe he was reacting just to these, these sugary drinks and feeling perhaps somewhat, um, hypocritical being up there with them in front of him. Um, but at the same time, you know, this is someone who I think most people understand his vast wealth comes from, um, in large part, endorsement of products and sponsorship from products at these events. So for him to, to sort of reject it in that way, I think is likely to create some impressions of in- inconsistency in the yeah, in those people who are watching, at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you mentioned uh, his personal brand. What do you think the implications are for how much control sponsors may have over celebrities' personal brands? So we've touched on this a little bit in our conversation. He he commands more global social media followers than any single person on earth. He is. 299 million followers on Instagram. (laughs) He makes a million dollars per paid post on Instagram. Um, His move, however, seems to have been about making this point about his commitment to promoting this healthy lifestyle, as we talked about. But how much is he going to be able to continue to do this? And how uh, will other celebrities be able to continue following suit? Or are we going to see some kind of reaction from sponsors moving forward? Well, I mean, um, certainly uh, sponsors, brands are going to be a little more wary of Ronaldo. That much I can guarantee you. Why wouldn't they be? Um, And I think probably they're going to be wary of anyone who's sort of close to Ronaldo's position in terms of having the autonomy to to act that way in in violation of, I think it, it ended up being a violation of a contractual obligation. I'm not completely certain about that but but certainly you know acting in a way that was driven by whatever Ronaldo's kind of own motivations were which is completely fine but from his perspective um but I think what will happen is that brands will be um perhaps question whether they're necessarily exactly the kind of people they would want endorsing it comes with heightened risk um but at, at probably at the same time, I would mention, though, it's not totally clear to me this does end up being a net negative for Coca-Cola. So, um, you know, we're talking about Coke way more than we would have talked about Coke. Um, there's, <laughs> I, don't, there's a, I don't talk about it ever. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I don't drink Coke. I mean, you know, my children occasionally drink Coke. The whole world is talking about Coke. And there is... You know, just in terms of consumers' behavior, there are competing effects on on their behaviors here. So on the one hand, you know, people who really kind of care about and are influenced by Ronaldo's opinions, uh, of which I'm not one, but there are, presumably there are people who do care about what Ronaldo thinks. 
um, and what he advocates, and maybe they will be less likely to drink Coke. I have a bit of a hard time believing there's all, you know, Coke drinkers will themselves be swayed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think perhaps he's preaching to the choir for the most part. Um, but the flip side of that is Ronaldo's got everyone thinking about Coke. And, you know, if you have a, there's a group of people who already have a positive attitude towards Coke, and now all that's happened is they're thinking about it more. It's not clear to me that they wouldn't just end up and, you know, purchasing Coke more frequently. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Okay, so let's dig into that just a bit more if we can. How much clout do celebrities have in affecting purchase decisions through passive endorsement, like even just sitting at a press table adorned Mm. with logos and products to actual active endorsement uh, through paid advertising spots or uh, complete rejection of a brand by saying this is really bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking back to an example way back in the 90s when Oprah Winfrey had suggested that uh, she didn't really want to eat beef anymore after some stuff about the mad cow disease and she was taken to court and sued by the beef, beef industry because they believed that what she had to say had massive resonance over millions and millions of Mm -hmm. viewers who might not purchase beef anymore because of what she said. How, how much influence do celebrities actually have in what we buy and what we consume on a day-to-day basis? Do you think? Um, I mean, it's uh, there's, there's lots of experimental work that I'm familiar with that sort of demonstrates they certainly can have an influence. Mm-hmm. The question of, you know, what is the quantifiable in, uh, influence in reality um, is a little more difficult to answer. I mean, I think there are examples of celebrities that have clearly influenced attitudes towards products on a large scale. And then there are sort of surprising examples. And I do wonder if this is going to be one of them where you would think, given the exposure and the, the nature of the endorser, the celebrity, that it would have an influence. But but I think that, you know, may, maybe it won't to this, the same extent. What certainly one thing that I think I would say about the nature of these effects is um, there's, you know, there's there's sort of multiple routes via which celebrities can end up impacting consumers' reactions. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part, consumers aren't thinking especially carefully. They're thinking lightly about these things. So these tend to be what we would call, consider sort of heuristic effects. They're just, you know, when people aren't thinking too carefully, they just use simple associations. Oh, if so-and-so likes it, maybe I should like it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those effects, you can see that, you know, Ronaldo's made it very clear that he doesn't really like Coke. And so through that mechanism, you might predict that people are go- it's going to have some influence on some people. But there are other effects, too, even even sort of simpler effects, like just mere exposure. And just, you know, one of the things celebrities do uh, separate to even sort of just thinking about do they like this brand or not, is they just provide exposure to a brand. You know, there are just eyes on Coke bottles, not because anyone wants to look at Coke, but because people want to look at Ronaldo and Coke is just incidentally there. And that Mm -hmm. can require, that effect can occur completely independent of any inferences about whether Ronaldo happens to like Coke or not. And exposure by itself tends, you know, for the most part to have these positive effects. So which one of those is going to win out in this instance is really hard to know. I mean, you can apply the same logic to Oprah's um, claims about beef. You know, on the one hand, now people are thinking about beef more. They've been exposed to it. 
Um, but on the other, other hand, Oprah's indicated she doesn't like it. And so, you know, some portion of people are going to be affected more by that. And then, but then there's this other group of people who are just now being exposed to it when they wouldn't have been previously. So I think it's really hard to figure out the net effect. And probably we can come up with all sorts of examples that have shown where one's one out over the other. Mm-hmm. Well, what a fascinating field to be doing some research in, in terms of consumer behavior and the impact of uh, uh, celebrities and, and logo placement and and, uh, and endorsements and sponsorship. Anything else to add uh, before we close today? No, not really. I'm just going to, I'm going to follow. I'm interested to see what happens too. I think this is a, a nice natural experiment with a celebrity um, uh, expressing their disdain for a particular brand. So we'll get to see what happens. Thank you very much. Folks, we have been chatting with Lawrence Ashworth of the Smith School of Business here at Queen's University on the impact on Coca-Cola's stock prices after Cristiano Ronaldo removed a couple of Coca-Cola bottles from his table during the uh, European Championship and replaced it with a bottle of water. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Thank you for listening to The Scoop, produced with the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples.